0: The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org.
1: So welcome to our Dharma Practice Day. I would like to hear, uh, while it's still fresh from some of you, what was the response you had to some of those words? What was the difference between them and...
2: There was one that was so different from the rest. Um, but with the exception of integrity, I got a really strong feeling of, uh, well, for instance, with morality. And what was the one before that? It was uh, Virtue. Virtue. And ethics. And ethics, yeah. Especially morality and ethics. I got a, a, a real sense of how fortunate it is to feel um, those standards that when in, it felt like inner standards that that were helping me um, um, be steady in the world and 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 look inside a very very much encouragement to look inside and in the situation and listen, um, but. Um, the real difference was with the word kindness. When you said the word kindness, um, I, I my heart just got flooded with uh, warmth, and it was um, such a simple feeling um, that I didn't need to think about. And uh, and it was it was a sense that kindness was just there, and I could trust it.
1: Mm. Great, thank you, Gail. <clears throat> It also would be nice if you say your name when you start, before you speak.
0: Oh yeah. I'm Yolana. Uh, I have the same kind of reaction. The first four words, you know, ethics, virtue, morality, integrity, I feel like all living according to my values. And kindness makes my fi- I f- makes my heart warm and open. So it's kind of different reaction. Mm. One is like, uh, well, this is the way it is Mm. that I have to live by. Uh Uh-huh. The other one is like an open heart.
1: Great. Thank you.
0: My name name is Sylvie. Also, with the word kindness, um, like this ball of warmth just came in my vision that I just started to dance with. Um, There was this kind of um, dance between myself and the ball. That was very beautiful. Mm -hmm. Um, For the other words, what was very interesting was... um, And like others, I felt that they were very different. Um, And there was almost a duality with them. And so, for example, um, the word ethics and the word um, morality, um, those were kind of a bucket of Things that kind of you need to do rules f- from the outside I'm not judging good or bad but just kind of there was something coming from the outside um, virtue integrity that was coming from inside mm-hmm. it was just whew, something mm-hmm. I um, almost like I I I don't need to learn. Like, it's here. Mm-hmm. It, it just... It's inside. The others were... Um, not that I don't adhere to them, but it's almost like... Um, if you live in a society, there are, like, rules for kind of well-being. But it wasn't something that was... Um, You know, like if I'm on an island, on a desert island, and I'm living alone for the rest of my life, <laughs> like I feel like the, you know, the virtue, the integrity or something that would just be coming, the morality and the ethics is I need that to live with others. So that was that distinction that uh-huh. I felt.
1: Great. Thank you.
2: Hi, my name is Enrica. I had a really... Um interesting experience. Ethics was more like scholarly world, like from the book. And then virtue was warm. And virtue was something I could identify with. And integrity felt like congruent with my core. Morality had a really negative, um, uh, like, almost like pushing away. And then I was very surprised how I reacted to kindness. Because kindness kind of like felt... Like it's a worn-down word for me, but I did respond positively to caring. Like caring felt really genuine. Mm-hmm. Great. So,
1: mm, thank you. Okay. Well, thank you for those responses, and um, I think it's very interesting to see the differences, different response we have to these different words, from the associations, I suppose, how we've heard them used and you know, in our society. Um, uh, I can easily imagine that um, uh, each of those attitudes or understandings could lead to the same behavior that someone who's um, moral, someone who's ethical, someone who's virtuous, someone who's kind, someone who's caring, someone who has integrity, um, they could all behave exactly the same way um, to, to their society and around them, but uh, somehow you, putting a different uh, word on the behavior or the motivation kind of has a different you know it does does kind of change our relationship to it, and different people in different ways depending on how they 've heard the word and, and uh, these words um, i I resonate a lot with the w- word for virtue. Uh, So some of the reasons we talked about here the word integrity has a lot meaning for me Kindness certainly is a warm word for me, but it 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 seems like a different uh, Category than the first ones because it seems to my my mind or my heart. It's much broader. It's wider and it's not clear it has to do with um, Ethics or virtue or how you behave with other people in the same way I mean, it's it's so broad that something gets lost in the process and caring brings it a little bit more close, for me, back in closer, closer again to um, something like virtue. But those are just my responses. But as, uh, t- so today, the theme is, is uh, the Pali word sila, S-I-L-A. And um, sometimes this word is translated as virtue, that's my favorite translation of the word, sometimes as ethics, and uh, sometimes as precepts. Uh, and so there's the pancha sila, the five precepts that, um, that lay people follow in our tradition. So the word sila has a, you know, it's translated a variety of different ways. And what we're studying today is sila parami. So the perfection of virtue or the perfection of sila. And uh, it's one of the 10 paramis, 10 perfections, which is a subject of these Dharma practice days for this year. And uh, it has such an important role in the Buddhist teachings that uh, it's considered to be one of the three trainings. And so there are three important trainings that lead to liberation. There's a training in sila, training in samadhi, and training in panya. So here if we translate sila, as virtue, it's a training in virtue. Samadhi is usually translated as meditation. So it's training in meditation. And panya is usually translated as wisdom. So training in virtue, meditation, and wisdom. And those three are like the tripod of uh, the Buddha Dharma, a tripod of practice. And if um, you want to have a stable tripod that uh, where the telescope can do its work, uh you 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 want to have all three firmly planted and secure and only two legs and it's going to be wobbly and so um making sure that your practice is supported by virtue supported by meditation or mindfulness supported by wisdom or insight is kind of the one of the big endeavors in of Buddhism and uh so the buddha encapsulated the importance of virtue in that triad Another kind of beautiful uh, place where virtue is emphasized is the Buddha talked about um, that uh, just like uh, your left and right hand, uh, wash each other. If you wash your hands, one hand washes the other. Uh, So um, sila, virtue perhaps, sila and panya work together. So ethics and wisdom, virtue and wisdom, um, are mutually supportive, mutually interactive, interdependent in each other in this wonderful, intimate way that your left hand and right hand work together to clean your hands. So today we're going to explore a little bit this uh, topic of uh, virtue. And um, uh, it makes, it's a topic that makes me happy. And one of the surprises to me when I went to Thailand uh, was to discover that virtue, that this topic of sila, Was a theme or a reality, a way of being or something, um, that made people in Thailand happy. Uh, They just like, it was just, so there were a lot of talks about virtue in Sila and and Thai Buddhism, and people just got happy from it, and and happy with their own virtue, happy that they were following the precepts, doing something. And at first I was kind of perplexed by this because uh, somehow my association growing up was that uh, virtue, ethics, morality was not really something that related, was, you know, involved me. <laughs> now, I was not uh, unethical particularly, mostly from a lack of imagination. <clears throat> but uh, the idea that, uh, and I had this idea that people who were really ethical were kind of goody goodies, or just like just a little bit, you know, something a little odd about them. And then to come to Thailand and, and encounter this culture, that uh, people there in the monasteries, who it was a happiness-producing uh, topic when you brought it up. And, and uh, with time, I came to uh, not only appreciate that happiness but share that happiness. That uh, that ethical integrity, having cultivated these ethical virtues, is a kind of a beautiful, beautiful thing that human beings are capable of doing and can do and do do, and it's uh, something that really supports us and supports our society to have these beautiful qualities. The tradition talks about it as adorning the heart, that uh, to live ethically, you adorn your heart. It's kind of like ornaments that you get to have. So that's the topic, and um, the, uh, if you're new to Dharma practice days, so this is a way of engaging in Dharma topics in community, I'll do a little bit of teaching and, uh, and we'll set up some ways in which, uh, based on what I, t- I teach or point to, there'll be a chance for discussions about this and discussion with each other um, as a way of uh, getting more deeply involved or connected with your own relationship with these Dharma topics. Um, it's one thing to read about the Dharma, it's one thing to listen to Dharma talks. It's very different to engage in a conversation that's specifically focused um, on dharma topics you get to hear yourself hear your friends um, uh, explore some of the connections and challenges we have with it and in and, and doing that make it more personally or make, a, make it alive more personally for you yourself so that's kind of the, the overall plan and um, we'll take some breaks uh, periodically uh, once in the morning and once in the afternoon and then a break for lunch um, so, um, sometimes I think it's nicer to use the word sila, uh, the Pali word, um, so that we don't automatically carry with us our associations that we have that might be, you know, uh, limit what that word means, what that concept is. So, if we translate it as morality, that limits a lot of people. Uh, Ethics limits people maybe a little less. Virtue, maybe not so much. Integrity, maybe less, but integrity is not so clear what integrity has to do. No obvious what integrity has to do with our relationship with other people and the world around us. It could be very personal. So um, what is your relationship with sila? What's your relationship with virtue or this precepts and and, uh, ethics? What's your what's your relationship to it? So before we take a break, what I'd like to do is to have you um, uh, pair up with someone else and share with them what you value and love about sila. And you can use any of the words. Uh, virtue, ethics, morality, integrity. But I think you kind of get the sense of the general area. Um... It uh, includes in Buddhism the precepts, the five precepts of not killing, not stealing, <clears throat> not involved in sexual misconduct, not lying, and not involved in intoxication. So, so, but, but the important thing is this idea of uh, you know, virtue, ethics. What, do you, what is it? What resonates inside of you where there's a kind of a deep valuing or appreciation or love or maybe even happiness like they have in Thailand? Some kind of delight when this uh, when this comes up, this theme or this topic. It could easily be that some of you <clears throat> also recoil uh, around this topic <clears throat> of ethics and virtue. You have, <clears throat> you have serious reservations about it or concerns about it or, you know, caution around it for whatever reason. And that's fine to have. <clears throat> but uh, the exercise now is to explore what you value and love about it. Um, be careful that you don't, you know, say a few things so that you value it, and then, but, (laughs) let me tell you about all the problems that I have with it. Uh, This is just the the, the positive side of it. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. And uh, so, um, what I suggest is you two of you just have a conversation back and forth, kind of ping pong the ball back and forth. And uh, it means you don't really say too many things at once. You don't say all that you could, uh, you say maybe one or two things that you value or love about sila, but ethics, virtue, and then let the other person say a few things or one or two things. And then and then you have your, your turn again. So it really goes back and forth. So it's kind of like balanced how much each person speaks and go back and forth. And, and part of the value of this is that sometimes when we carry, if we carry on a monologue, <clears throat> uh, then we sometimes just say what we already know. But if we speak after someone else has spoken, then uh, we've been somehow stimulated uh, by what they've said and we kind of reflect in new ways or reminds us of things that we've forgotten or something. Make sense? So um, I don't know if we're an odd or even number, but why don't uh, you pair up with someone and then if you find yourself without someone, just walk towards the front and maybe what I'll do is um, connect you to a, have one group of three.